Welcome back, everybody, to the SoCal Raider Report. We are running wild, wild, man. This is the holiday edition. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. I'm sure everybody in the Raider Nation did. I know I did. I know my brother over here, Joe, did. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing good, brother. Just uh, ready to go. It's just an exciting time of year right now, especially to be in the situation that we're in right now. But, uh, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, we're doing great, great, brother. We are, man. The thing is, normally at this part of the year, I mean, I hate to say this, but so many times we've basically packed it in for the year because, you know, it's just, it's over. And after that Minnesota game, 3 0, while the defense looked good, it was like really there was nothing else to talk about. It looked like it was over, brother. It looked like, AP was done, like everything just looked dead. I mean, you couldn't even beat, you know, their third string quarterback. And then and then you come out and you get to that Thursday night football game and unbelievable, you know, scoring 60 points on a hated rival. The Chargers looked embarrassing. The next day, fire their coach. I mean, I, I'm sure everybody in, in the Raider Nation obviously knows this, but it's just amazing to go from the highs and lows, Joe. The highs and lows, man. <laughs> I'm just excited to I, I I'm like it's been a long time uh to watch the Raider game and be excited that our defense is coming out right now. You know, it's like uh it's usually it's like, oh my god, we're gonna have to hold them. It's like at, at this point right now, the way the offense is going and and stuff, I, I, I feel like hey, it's a win if we don't turn the ball over on offense because our defense is coming through, you know, and you know, same with the the last two weeks. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we scored sixty three points against the Chargers, but the defense was killing it. And then, and then obviously two touchdowns against the Chiefs too. That I mean, you know, at, at, you know, I didn't realize it while watching the game. I didn't realize it that O'Connell, uh, uh, Aiden didn't didn't complete a uh, didn't complete a pass for from after the first quarter, bro. He got yeah. zero passing yards after the first quarter. But when your defense is doing so well and you're running the ball so well, it's almost like you don't notice it because we didn't really need it. We just don't make a mistake and don't turn the ball over, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think that's exactly right. What what they're asking, I think, I, I think that they're asking O'Connell to do is just basically manage the game, you know, and not turn the ball over. I mean, that's kind of what, you know, AP says that, you know, we, we love the way he is. He's got a great poker face. He doesn't get too high, too low. You know, he's not over there throwing his helmet like some people and, you know, getting all mad and balling out the offensive line. And, you know, it's crazy. I, I, I just, like I said, the highs and lows this season, you know, going from Josh McDaniels and absolutely just almost hating the organization for me just because I hated the direction it was in. I knew it. I just knew it in my bones. It was wrong. And everybody tried to go along with it as much as they could and support the team. But it just felt wrong, Joe. And and now you come out with AP, and even that, you know, even after that game after Minnesota, I was a little down. I was like, oh, maybe we just don't got it, you know. But after that signature win, I mean, beating the Chargers, whatever, they look like they give up. But the beating the Chiefs, and the Chiefs had a lot to play for. The Chiefs definitely had a lot to play for trying to be the number one seed. And we came out and just, like you said, we just punched them right in the mouth, Joe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome, man. And, and you know, you could tell um, – you know, when AP just took over, just the the breath of fresh air that some of these players felt, the way they played, and you know, um, you know, we especially after we won the first two, and then we lot, then we lose a couple in a row, and it's like, all right, well, okay, maybe it is going to be a total rebuild at the end of the year. But then to, to see them over the last couple couple of weeks, 
And just to see, you know, win or lose, just to see their attitude as they're playing knows that this is not going to be a total rebuild, man. This is going to be adding some pieces and getting to go. We're we're, we're obviously going to have to do some stuff and, um, you know, from, from an offensive side of the ball, um, make some major adjustments on that side. But, uh, we got the nucleus there, and and you know when he first when he first took it over when AP first took over, and you know I used to think I you know you and I, I think we both agreed uh, this guy's awesome he's a freaking raider I love him but you know what he's probably not the long term solution, but I mean he's he's changed my mind on that completely and and you know however long that long term is it needs to be at least for next year and we need to at least give him another year yeah. full staff. At least, I mean, I would, I would hold it out like that, dangle that carrot, you know, give him another shot, bring it back, let him pick his staff. I hope, hopefully, he gets to keep a lot of the guys he he has in place right now. I mean, obviously, you know, Bo's got to go. I mean, he, you know, I mean, it's not his fault. The guy's never been a play caller. He's never been an offensive coordinator. He's always been either, you know, kind of an assistant or a quarterbacks coach. So, obviously, he's got to go. But looking forward, man, the future is bright, and there's all kinds of options coming up. But you know, we'll get into that in a, in a little bit more. Like I said, I just I was just so happy on Christmas Day that my wife's like, God, what? The Raiders are playing again on Christmas? Because, I mean, last <laughs> last Christmas Eve, you know, the game kind of ruined it. Like, I, I hate to get so excited yeah. about it, the game, but it did kind of ruin Christmas Eve last year when they lost to the Steelers. And then this game would get intense, you know, and, you know, my daughter opened her gifts and everything was cool, but we're, I'm still in my mind. I'm like, okay, let's put the game on, you know, let's get the yeah. game going. And then once the game came on, I was like, I was like a nervous wreck. You know, I was telling you guys, my heart was like, you know, my cardiologist is going to be calling me pretty soon. Yeah. But yeah, I was just, it, it was uh, exciting. I, yeah. It was just a fun game to watch out. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, from, from prior experience, I was okay. I was like, there's no way there, we're going to, something's going to happen. We're going to blow it. Something's going to happen. And, and shoot, we just kept pounding them, dude. And we got the, when we got those two uh, um, uh, defensive touch sounds within seven seconds, it's like, holy shit. It's all commercial break. And it's like, we came back and it was, yeah, a, uh, control, dude. yeah dude. I yeah. literally went to go put my pants on. Cause I was wearing my, like my dunger, my underies. And I uh, came back out and then like, I was like, what the hell? You know, I heard I heard a big yelling, and I was like, "What?" And I go back, and then yeah, like they scored that touchdown on the scoop and score, and I was like, "So then I just sat down, and I was like, all right, well that's cool, but you know, still offense struggling." And then just in seven seconds, they just do it again. I I've never seen that. I think that is a Raider record because yeah. I've never seen that. And um, you know, two weeks in a row, two defense scores. It tells you. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta hold on to whoever we got. Yeah. I mean, everybody on that defensive coaching staff has got to be rewarded, paid, withheld. And as much as I was looking for the big shark out there, like for somebody like Harbaugh, you're right. We just can't. You can't do that. You can't do that to these players again. You've got to let this guy play out at least another year. And again, maybe get a better offensive coordinator. Because if you get somebody that really knows what they're doing on that side, well, then you could have something special, mm -hmm. Joe. Yep, I agree. I agree, man. And and you could you could when you got AP, um, you know, I, I I was I think I was texting you earlier in the week is is you know this first real move was when he brought in Jack Jones, right? And he was kind of like a disgruntled player from New England. AP knew him. You got a guy that can connect with players with talent. Uh, it's ready to unleash the beast, baby. Because I mean, when you got all the talent in the world and you can't connect with that player, then it's wasted talent. But I think AP is a guy that gets the most out of everybody. And that that's what I'm, 
that's like a breath of fresh air because uh, we we come from Josh McDaniels that is you know is the king of wasting everybody's talent. So oh yeah, you know, just playing go, little games, yeah. playing mind yeah. games. You know, yeah. that's another thing I like about AP is like you know somebody like uh, Marcus Peters. If you don't want to play, get the hell out of here. We'll show you the door. You're gone. See you later. Boom, you're out. So I think the players got the message that you know if you want to be here and play on this team, well, he's going to support. And he, he, you know, he's going to do the right thing for the organization. But if you don't want to play and you're showing that day to day, you're gone. I talk know? about it all the time, man. NFL, there's so much parity, man. There's so much parity in this league. The difference between winning and losing isn't talent, bro. The difference between winning and losing is the mindset that your players have on winning and losing. And, you know, they went into that game, we're not going to lose. Like like AP said in the, in the press conferences, enough is enough. You know, let's go out and play. You know, enough is enough. Yeah. We're tired of getting yeah. Yeah. around by these guys, and let's go out and play. So, I love watching him. You know, I love watching the, you know, the uh, the game that just the impact that that he's had on the players. And then, you know, obviously they got him right after a um a right after the game ended. He got a little emotional at the end, so that was cool. I man. love that. Just, I love that. Much, that. Yeah, that so shows that, that, shows that, that he really cares. You know, yeah. he really does care. And, and honestly, like, it, I, again, I always say this, but it takes me back so much to when the Raiders hired Art Shell the first time. They dumped Shanahan, who was just not a fit to the organization. They bring back a Raider, and and the things just turned around so fast. It, it reminds me so much of that season. It also reminds me of the Bisaccia season, like, two years ago. And it's crazy because we're, we're almost in the same scenario. Like, we're going to have to play – we're going to have to play the Colts – and then the last game is against a division rival. Now that year it was against the Chargers. If you remember, that game was wild, yep. Yep. and that was in Allegiant Stadium. Now this game will be against Denver, who's we talked about. It, everybody's talked about has benched their starting quarterback, and and it sets up a scenario, man. Like, and we'll get into the scenarios. I think you got some of the scenarios yep. of like how the Raiders could possibly make the playoffs. Amazing. Yeah, it, it's from where we are to where we are now, man. And you know, it it obviously starts off by. You know, Raiders having to having to uh to win win the next games. I mean, we can't discount the Colts. We got to because they're one of the teams that uh you know that are in front of us right now in the playoffs. So, but if yeah. you think about this, we're we're competing. Well, the way I look at it right now is we're competing for the last playoff spot, right? And and you got the Texans, the Steelers, Bengals, and the Colts that are all competing for that that last playoff spot. So. Um, because you know, when you think about the second wild card spot, you know the Bills would have to lose out, and we'd have to win out the AFC West. Um, you know, we uh, the Chiefs would have to lose the next two. We'd have to win the next two. Um, you know, so we still have a shot at the AFC West. But the I the realistic goal is to be that last playoffs that last playoff spot. I mean, if you look at the teams that we're going up against, it's the Colts. We beat them. All right, we're in. Right. Um, yeah. The the Texans have to lose one game, and they're playing this week against Tennessee, and 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 then last week of the year against the Colts, which obviously the Colts will still be playing hard, even if they lose, even if they yeah. lose on uh, this week against the Raiders. They're they're hoping that the Raiders will lose next week against the against the Broncos. Right. I think the only question on that game would then be is C.J. Stroud playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that would be it. And then you got uh, the Steelers. Uh, they have to lose last game against the uh, against the Ravens. Okay, right now 
Um, they have to lose. Uh, you know, it really doesn't matter what they do against the Seahawks this week. It's all about next week for the for the Ravens, and that's just more from a conference record. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the if it just be just came be, between the the Raiders and the Steelers, the Steelers beat us. So yeah, they um, got the head to head. Yeah. But because there's going to be so many other tiebreakers, we would have a better conference record than the Steelers and we'd be in. And yeah, then said, and, the, yeah. and then the other scenario about winning the division is tough because the Chiefs could lose this week. Yeah. But next week they're playing they're playing the Chargers, so that's yeah. not, yeah. you know, that's not going to probably – that's not – and they're definitely not going to want to lose to them and bag their season. And It would be so funny, though, if somehow, if somehow it worked out that we end up playing the Chiefs again in the playoffs, man. And that's happened before. Yeah, I'm done with that. And you know, the Chiefs, the only team, the only team right now, Ernie, in in the AFC that I can I can look at, and they're going to be tough, and it's going to be tough for everybody. Is the Baltimore Ravens, right? Yeah. There's nobody, there's nobody else in the AFC that I I can see that uh, that you know we you know we're right on par with them, man. I mean, we're right on par. You know, Miami in the beginning of the year looked unbeatable, but you know we competed right right neck and neck with them when we played them. So. And and we were a different team back then to where we are now. So I'm 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 excited, and you know it's just a matter of getting in. And and you know what? if we get in, we're gonna be one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs. And and you never know what happens when we go there. You know. Yeah, and and it's crazy too to think that actually we're we're pretty healthy. And now it looks like I'm looking at the injury report. It looks like Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs. I don't think he's gonna play. He's doubtful for the game. And and Michael Mayer is officially out. But aside from that, there's a lot of guys I know. Everybody, everybody's banged up at this part of the football season. But yeah, there, I, other than that, I think we got we're okay. You know, there's been other dialogue. Like the, the issue, the issue with with the NFL is there's so many economics that go into making decisions on on who's playing or not. Like, like I do think you know I know that we talked about it a lot. Jimmy G isn't the answer for long term, but for right now, I think. I feel way more comfortable if he was playing quarterback right now, but I know the economics behind it doesn't make sense because if he gets hurt, either way, either way, Jimmy G's not going to be on the Raiders next year, right? So you don't want him to get hurt and then us have to be, you know, his whole contract, uh, um, you know, getting we have to we have to eat his whole contract. So, but yeah. but I mean, if we were just talking football, what made sense? Uh, you know, I, I'd probably rather see Jimmy G out there as we're fighting for a playoff spot. You know, I mean, Aiden. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he has he has playoff experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's so, got all the way. I mean, as much as I, you know, did not want him having him there in your back hip pocket, back hip pocket is kind of cool because I haven't even heard this scenario. What if Aiden O'Connell comes out horrible in the first half of this Colts game? Do you bench him and go with Jimmy G? Do you say it's we got to see what we got? Yeah, I, I, it, it's it's more of would they know, do that? Yeah, you know, I don't know. They're they're even saying that you know I heard that it might make sense to even put Brian Hortier in over Jimmy G. Only from a, it's all financially driven, dude. It's all financially driven from a from a Jimmy G's contract because they're paying him too much, and I mean it's already it's already a given they're gonna release him after the June first deadline, and but. Um, I mean, I don't know. You, maybe you make that, you take that chance. If you're, if you're going to be competing for a playoff spot, you're going to be competing, and and once you're in the playoffs, I mean, you you got to go for it, man. You got to put the best team on the field, you know. Yeah, maybe, 
I mean, who knows? But I would think that that guy, I mean, I would think that Jimmy G also thinking towards, you know, is my career over then? Or do I want to try to have a, some kind of a resume for next year? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I would say screw it. I'd go for it. Because last yeah. year, you know, we had a little chance to be in the playoffs. They bench car. We had nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, it's kind of, it's like what Denver's doing right now. They're basically saying we're done. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to fold up the ship for this season. We're going with Stidham. It's funny. Same thing happened to him again. He gets to start the last two games. Just ridiculous how this, you know, I don't know if you could even write this stuff. But it's funny how it works out. But looking towards that Colts game, um, I, I heard a lot of stuff this week that Colts secondary is very poor. Their defensive front is very good. Um, I feel like the Raiders have a solid chance. What do you think on the game? I think, you know, I, I... – you know, it's it's crazy because I, you know, during the week after the Chiefs game, look at how we won the final two. Um, is this is what we got to do to win. But but I almost started to I almost started to look past the Colts, uh, which uh, you know um, obviously is a mistake for any team in the NFL. But uh, I almost started to look past them until I started to really dig into them. It's going to be a tough game this week, man. I mean, we got we're playing Indianapolis. I mean, uh, but uh, Pittman's going to be playing for them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I think we're still riding that high, bro. Um, you know, this is, this is a game we talk about every, every week that, you know, there, there, there's three facets. There's, there's special teams, defense and offense. And, and, you know, sometimes defense wins the game, sometimes special teams, sometimes offense does these last few weeks it's been defense. But we're going to need something from the offense this week. And and uh, if we're going to win this game, we're going to need something big from the offense uh, and more from the passing game. Because like you yeah. said, the defensive front is strong. So they're going to be piling up against the, against Amir White, especially if Josh Jacobs doesn't look like he's going to play. But they're going to be piling up against the run, forcing us to pass. And uh, this is going to have to be either, either to your point, e- either um, uh, O'Connell's come out game or – you know, by halftime, you're making a decision as do what do we do for the second half? And we might be rolling with uh, with the Garoppolo. Yeah, well, I think the other thing, too, is that you look at the stats. They look horrible for O'Connell. But if you think about it, that game, it was barely bad weather. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of drops. There's a lot of drops that happened. A lot of little, like, little guys stuck their finger in and got a tip when it was going to be, like, a screen that would have went for 50 yards or whatever. So it wasn't like it was a gross – like, oh, this guy looks horrible. There were some games Jimmy G just looked horrible. Yeah, like, his arm just looked so weak, and he just looked so out of sorts with the whole thing. So I personally think, you know, with that, with the bad secondary of the Colts, with the matchup with the Raiders, it's indoors, it's in a dome. I really feel like th- I think the Raiders' passing game should come alive here. You know, and if it doesn't, then obviously we've got a serious problem. And, I mean, we kind of already know that still a lot – got to fix the issue with the quarterback and coordinator. But – I feel like this is their chance to show out on the offense as far as far as the passing game, because from what I understand from the beat writers of, of the Colts, their secondary is a mess. Like it's absolutely terrible. There are a lot of young, young, inexperienced players that give up a lot of yardage. Plus, plus the Raiders are going against Gus Bradley, who was their was their coordinator. So I feel like there's a familiarity because he only plays like one type of cover cover three defense. And that's like, basically keeps the safety high and then you know that everybody's got a cushion so i don't know man i, I feel like if there's going to be a good chance for aiden o'connell to prove himself i think this might be it 
And and you know what? I'm talking to uh, Raider Joe Jr. Um, he can't make it on. He's in a. He's still at, um, still out, still out there serving the country, but he's in a really bad spot where he doesn't have good reception. But I talked to him, and he was just um, saying he thinks that this this is a game. It's going to be the Trey Trey Tucker show this this week, and and it's going to be he's going to be like kind of the outlier because when you think they're stacking up against the run. And it kind of makes sense when you think about from an offensive side, because because you're gonna have you're stacking up against the run, obviously focused on uh, from a pass. You're focused against uh, uh, Jacoby Myers and Devonte Adams, and Trey Tucker. You know you can't guard everybody, and this might be his breakout game too. And that's that's what little Joe thinks. So yeah, that's a good point because he he had a monster game against the Chargers. He yeah. had a monster game, and so he's a little banged up. I know. Um, it's tough. Rookies hit hit that wall at this point of the year. The other person is, and he's always been the missing person this year. Has been Hunter Renfro, you know. So you never forget that game that he had last year against the Colts. He pretty much himself, you know, willed the Raiders to victory and had an outstanding game against the Colts. So maybe that plus, you know, I heard the last time Aiden O'Connell played in uh, that that dome and uh, over there in Indianapolis, he had a great game. Even yeah. though I think they lost, but he still had a really good game. For Purdue, so who knows, man? I I think this is just gotta you gotta go all balls to the wall and just go for it, man. Yeah, I'm excited. You know what? Then it's funny that say he said Trey Tucker, and then this also it's funny you say uh, Hunter Renfro. He said this also could be the breakout game that that brings Hunter Renfro back because I mean he started showing glimpses uh, since we got uh, AP. You know, um, uh, AP as coach started showing a little bit of glimpses with Hunter Renfro and. Yeah, unfortunately, he fumbled that damn ball against the Minnesota. We would have probably won that game. Yeah, no. Uh, and so, uh, and so with that, that's a killer. But you know, if the Raiders went out, I heard today that the the probability of them making the playoffs is sixty seven percent. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good odds, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think I think the NFL, from a standpoint, would love to see the Raiders be involved because I, I mean, I heard that that uh, Christmas Day game, the Raiders was like one of the most heavily watched games in like ten years, as far as like Christmas Day. Yep. You know, over Pat, overtook the NBA and everything else. So, yeah. you know, the Raiders make the NFL, I think, much more exciting. So, I I, I think that you know, if you know, I'm not going to look past the Sunday, but if if we do come out with the win, oh man, next Sunday and next Sunday in Vegas against the Broncos, and if we're going for a playoff spot, oh my God, it's going to be running. I might actually take a trip out there, just even if I'm not in the game, bro, just to be out there, you know. <laughs> Start it. running around laps around the stadium. Yeah, that's it. He's gonna be running wild, bro. <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing, man. I, I'm sure, like, I bet you the tickets that right now, just to get in there, the door probably it's gotten so crazy. You know, who knows what's gonna happen? But it is always fun in Vegas, like I was telling you. You know, just being the atmosphere. I noticed when I went, I just was there, and I noticed a lot more Raider uh, gear everywhere, dude, in the different hotels and casinos. A lot more um, people representing. A lot more people wearing Raider gear. Just I'm obvious. I mean, everywhere, everywhere around here, around Southern California, I'm noticing it. People are people are are dialed in, man. People are are getting all amped up again for the Raiders. And even if it doesn't pan out for this for this season, I think just that win against the Chiefs was enough for for most fans to be like, okay, I can yeah. ride with it. You know, it's funny you say that because I, I I'm looking at the end of this year. All right, and and when do you start planning for next year? Um, you know, it could be after this lot, after this game on Sunday. If we don't win, um, we start planning for next year. But it's gonna be one of the most exciting off seasons for me going into next year, uh, knowing that 
you know, we're, we're knowing that, you know, I have a good feeling next year. Um, no matter what happens this year, next year, we're going to be, people are going to start really acknowledging us as, as a, as a threat in the AFC, you know, if we just keep up yeah. this momentum. No, I mean, it's amazing to look at, looking at stats and the, the Raiders on the scoring, they're a top 10 defense as far as letting teams score on them. They're, they're a top 10 defense. And I, don't, I can't, I cannot remember that when that was the case. I can't. I, know. I, can't. I mean, I've, I've seen the Raiders being a top 10 scoring offense, but not, not in the defensive realm. So, and it, it, we have the weapons on offense, Joe, you know, we have That's the weapons. The, that is the, that is just so insane to me. Just to think about if I listed the, if I, if we listed our players that we have on offense, you know, our playmaking players, you would think that we'd probably have one of the best offenses in the history of football, but we don't. And I just can't get, and, you know, that's, to me, that tells me how much important a coach is, the, putting the right coach to get the most of our players. Um, because this is, a, you know, we, what we, we picked up Jack Jones uh, in, in, during the season, but this is basically the same defense that we had under Josh McDaniels. Right, it's not like we just revamped and and changed everybody out on defense. It's the same players, bro. It's same the same players. players, just a different mindset. And look what's happening. And, and same players. And even, even though I, even though with Jack Jones, I did. It was funny to see AP having to kind of dial him back a bunch. Yeah. And, and basically, at the end, almost couldn't get him. I was like, oh, oh, this guy's gonna yeah. get himself thrown out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want you want somebody like that. That guy. That guy. Even though who knows, maybe he's gonna end up blowing himself up, but that's a Raider guy, you know, that's a guy that looks like a Raider. It reminds me of like a fucking uh, Ron Artest on the Lakers, bro. You know, like something like that. You need to have, you know, you need guys like that, but you need to have a coach that can, that can, you know, put him in his place when he needs to. Right. Or, or Dennis Rodman on, you know, Dennis Rodman type player, somebody that's going to be your, you know, or, or back in the day, uh, Maurice Lucas, right. Somebody that the back in the day, that's going to, that's going to lay the smack down, dude. And, and, uh, you know, and just really fire people up, you know, and, and no, just, the, just, just the physicality too, yeah, which they yeah. played, you know, like every, I mean, I was watching another show. This guy uh, does great work, does Raider films. And he was just showing like the hits, like the hits that they were putting on. I mean, he was showing like the hits that Patrick Mahomes took. He was like, man, that guy's in the bed on the ice bath probably still today. <laughs> you know I mean, like it's just, just the yeah. relentless nature. And it's just, different dude so you're right like the coaching is probably i think it's one of the most or not the most important and of course the quarterback is the most important position because if you don't got that it's tough but the raiders just showed you could you could get by with a game manager if you have that nasty defense yeah so i'm I'm excited man i'm excited I, i'm pumped i'm ready i wish it was sunday morning at 10 a.m already and again we're, how do we get screwed with another 10 a.m game bro uh, freaking they, they, they're trying to do everything they can to keep us out bro the raiders always get screwed with those 10 a.m freaking eastern time games it's horrible the good news is it's indoors you know they have a fair shot they have a puncher's chance in that game and it's going to be exciting it, it'll i don't know if it's going to be televised locally but you know we'll we'll watch it and, um, you know, I just want to give a big shout out to Raider Joe Jr., man. It's tough. It's got to be tough being out there serving the country and missing your family in the holidays. So my mind and my heart and my prayers are with him, you know, and and just hopefully you and Annabelle and the family's doing good. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're just going to we're just going to keep it keep it rolling, man. And if we, we keep winning, let's keep doing these shows and keep talking, man. That's right, baby. Let's go. All baby. right, Joe. You got it. All right, man. Well, hey, it's great connecting with you. Um, 
we'll hopefully meet up again on online and for sure we'll be texting during the game, man. You got it, brother. Talk to you later. Go Raiders, All baby. Right. Go Raiders, baby. Peace out.